Cowabunga, my dude. Surf's up and all that radical jazz. It's us, your Hack the Dino buddies. It's time to grab that keyboard, put on a wetsuit, and go catch a tubular wave on the World Wide website. That's possibly the coolest you've ever sounded. <laughs> <laughs> I am Ben Rosenthal, a new challenger which is approaching you to listen to this podcast, Hack the Dino Gaming Cast, brought to you by Hack the Dino. But I'm not only the dino of Hack the Dino. I am joined by Hack and The. First, introducing my co-host, Hack, Floppy Staric. Oh, I was going to say, which one of us is it? Oh, you're definitely the Hack. Yeah, that was pretty hacky, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah very, was hacky. What's going on, Floppy? A uh, little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of... Whoop, whoop, diggy, diggy. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> Anto. Hello, I'm The. Hey, how's it going, <laughs> Bert? Uh, I'm good. You could say that things are... Um, I was trying to think of a way to segue the into it. But yeah, I'm just good. Things are good. Do you know what is good? Uh, the? Uh, no, the Dino PC's behaving for once. Yeah, like, it's like been almost a year. Shockingly so. So uh, it, we updated all, all the drives, and we deleted all the bad apps, and uh, we, we think we've got a show for you. When they say we, they mean them. I had nothing, not even a single... Thing. That's not true. That, no. You did get the fire extinguisher when it started sparking. So that was nice. That was a Thank whole... You. That was just from Anto's cooking. Mm, mm. Thank you, Game Boy Dad. I, I agree. My haircut is also good. I, hey, I commented <laughs> on that too. I did not. So I'd like to now. Just because it is out of jealousy. <laughs> it is. Nice hair, asshole. <laughs> uh, we've got a <laughs> great show as opposed to the bad show or the uh, mid show that we well, usually put on. Usual so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> floppy, what, what are you... Sorry, I've just seen Townsie's uh, comment of Ben's haircut is OP. <laughs> in the chat, in the live chat. That's right, we've got a live chat going on as we record this. <laughs> if you want to join in on all the paying me out because I'm a middle-aged bald man with no uh, hair, but a nice beard. Uh, you can head on over to hackthedino.com uh, where you can find links to not only our Patreon but also our YouTube channel, our uh, SoundCloud and Spotify channels where you can get this as a podcast and also over on twitch.tv backslash hackthedino which is there at hackthedino.com as well where you can join in the conversation live when we record and stream or watch it at a later date or watch it when one of us actually remembers we have to stream in order to get people to watch us. We have to do that? We do. We do, unfortunately. Um, it's just unfortunate that I hate people. We so should probably just put up Truman-style cameras so, and just stream our lives. We, we could, but if you think my bald head's bad, then... Um, Anto! <laughs> <laughs> yes, hello. Hey, what, what's, what, what have you been doing and playing and, and, and uh, uh, cutting? Uh, I haven't been cutting anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I've been tearing cardboard boxes up because there's been an abundance of them outside my house for a while thanks to things like ikea furniture but um as far as playing stuff is concerned uh you might notice on the table there is a giant white and red plastic drum set no oh there uh similar to floppy because that one is his i've been playing a heck of a lot of taiko no tatsujin um which is as floppy and i were discussing earlier basically just drum hero mm -hmm. it's, uh, hero it's a good times. time it's a very very good time um I limit myself to not playing it after like 9 p.m. because I live in a block of units with walls as thin as paper. But been playing that and enjoying Shadowbringers, the fourth expansion. No, wait, hang on. What do they bring? Third expansion of Final Fantasy 14, and I'm almost at the end of that, and it's fantastic and some of the best writing I've ever come across in a video game. 
um, yeah, um, that, that's me. Cool. Like that you felt you had to do that in one breath, like Ace Ventura style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I've been up to. Um, how about you guys? Floppy? Uh, I have had a very busy couple of weeks, but I, when I have had uh, time to do some gaming, I've been doing more in Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. uh, the remake that is. I was talking to Anto about it on the way here, so he thinks that main story-wise, I'm about 70% of the way through. That's pretty good. Thoroughly enjoying it. Like, it's really good. It's, the visuals are unreal. Like, the story just sort of flows on through. Um, character designs are wicked. Enemies designs are wicked. Combat's really fluid. Like, I, I, really, do, I really dig it. It's quite nice. Mm. I'm so glad you said combat is fluid because I noticed something about it the other day which is super interesting. What the is that? The way combat has been designed, they've taken character design into account. So, like, if you watch Cloud specifically throughout combat, all of his body's physical movement is to counteract the weight of the giant 300-pound sword that he's swinging around. I really like... So it's really sensibly designed. Yeah, I really like the way that um, they... The little attention to detail. So when he goes to sit down, he actually sits there and moves the tip because obviously he'd fall over. I, I understand. Stop. No, I'm just, I understand uh, the so necessity to do that. You, sometimes you just got to find the right spot for it. Yes. I've also been playing, uh, like Anto said, some Taiko no Tatsujin, uh, which is awesome. It is Taiko no Tutsujin, mate. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Japanese drum set. Yep. Yep. How's that? Uh, it's a lot of fun. Like, it really is Guitar Hero for drums. It is louder than I thought it was going to be. Does this have the Legend of Zelda theme on it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, nice. Uh, so has that, But my favourite one was, I can't remember the name of the track, because you know what me and video game music is like? Mm, very one good. Of them, one of them came on, and I was not a video game song, it's an anime song, and it was from Neon Genesis, and it's the, the starting pieces. tune. Fly Me to the Moon. No, that's the, that's the credits. Ending one. That's the ending one. <laughs> Imagine the drums to that. Oh. Boom, 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 boom. Because you can change the pitch on the drum. Yeah, it's, bom, it's bom, Cruel bom, Angel's bom. thesis. It's the main opening for Yes, thank for you. It was, it's such a good song. It's called Shinji getting the Eva. <laughs> Stop crying, Shinji, and get in the pod. Yep. Get in the robot. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. Um, it really is like, you know, you play it as you would a guitar hero when a thing comes across the screen it's either hit it in the middle hit it on the on, on the rim which it says a lot and hit that or rim. hit it with two or drum roll and yeah a lot of fun i did find it easier on the normal difficulty than the easy difficulty because the easy difficulty you skip so many beats that you would think you would naturally hit that it actually became awkward mm-hmm. so normal was a bit easier but yeah a lot of fun uh i really dig it cool um i've been well Fort Nightmares is out now, which is the annual uh, Halloween nightmare takeover of the Fortnite map. Uh, I actually haven't been playing a lot of Fortnite because I uh, uh, regular listeners and watchers would know that I recently picked up a couple of months back a CRT uh, TV for my retro gaming. So I've uh, now that I've got an actual TV with uh, actual good-looking games on it, as opposed to stretched and, and too crisp and too clear. It's got that nice Vaseline over the lens to make them all look smooth. <laughs> I'm um, doing that to wind me up, because you know I don't like it. <laughs> um, so I have been playing a lot of retro games, um, but I have been playing Fort Nightmares. Uh, I don't know if you saw on the Discord floppy. Uh, everyone can go to our Discord. Uh, just go to hackthedino.com, click on the Discord button. It's free to join. Um, but Ash Williams from Evil Dead is an NPC. No way. Yep, they've made the cabin in the woods in Fortnite. Does he speak? Uh, well, no, he doesn't speak. Oh. But, but, 
Because you know how Spider-Man's in there and you can have a Spider-Man skin. Yes. If you go up to Ash, who's played by Bruce Campbell, yes, in yes. Spider-Man, and he only says that when you're a Spider-Man character, he goes, hey, I know a wrestler who kind of looked like you. Oh, because he was the ring announcer, or the announcer in the first Spider-Man yep. film, wasn't he? Yep, and he, he called him Spider-Man. And then Tobey Maguire told him, I'm the human spider. He got my name wrong. Anyway, Amazing that, Spider-Man. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, Fort Nightmares is always a fun time. They got the jump scare zombies. Uh, they got zombie chickens this time. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's great fun. Great fun. So I've been playing that. Uh, I also have been... Well, I sat down the other night. I decided to play some Super Mario Brothers 3. Uh, and uh, I used the warp whistle. So after sort of 45 minutes, I was up to um, Bowser's Castle. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Have, Anto, have you ever finished Super Mario Brothers 3? Uh, I finished it once, I think. So you're not, um, I finished you wouldn't, the All-Stars version back in like 1996. You wouldn't remember World 8-1 then? Not specifically, no. <laughs> okay, so uh, World 8, once you get there, there's lots of little mini levels like uh, moving um, tanks that you have to jump along. Like the, I, I the remember airships. the tank level. Yeah, so there's a couple of them that you have to do. And then mm. there's actual levels just before Bowser's Castle. And World 8-1 is well known for just being like the very first troll level out of Mario games taking away the lost levels okay. uh so it's got things like uh a runway but it has a block right in the position where you'd get your p to fly up so you can't well you can fly but uh yeah so that's right everyone mario P-wing. uses p to fly your p wing your power wing okay you, you get power i don't think i've ever got to that part of that game ever <sighs> it's like in the f- anyway uh it's ever. got things like uh you know you, you have hidden blocks where you go to jump over an enemy and it hits a coin and you fall into the enemy. Or like, just just a troll level. Yeah. Uh, so I got past that. I did go through about 10 lives or something. So I did get a game over and had to go back. Anyway, I get up to Bowser. After about an hour and a half of playing, I finally get up to Bowser in his castle. Now, how you defeat Bowser in this game. Spoilers for a 35-year-old game, everyone. Sound off in the comments about how uh, evil I am for spoiling a 35-year-old game. Please. Oh, but you might also be about to ruin the plot of the Mario movie. I will be. This is exactly what happens. <laughs> so... Basically, you come into this room, there is a just bricks. Normal bricks that you would normally smash as Mario. Bowser's on one side, you're on the other. Bowser will fire some fireballs, and then he'll jump up, and he'll come down and try to do a bunt stop on you. But if you move at the last second, he goes through the bricks, and there's three layers. So you have to do it three times. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the last one's the hardest, because there's a bit of a pit there, and you have to get your timing right to jump out, otherwise he hits you, and then falls through to the bottom, and that's how you win the game. Okay. So there I am. Boom, Bowser goes up, boom, jump down. Great, yes. Bowser comes up, boom, number two, down, yes. Down the bottom, Bowser number three, Bowser jumps up. Boom, he's coming down. I've jumped out. That's it, game over. Ness freezes. (laughs) Now, I have not sworn at a TV since I was about 12, 13 years old the way I did that night. (laughs) Same kind of TV too, just... Oh, I was livid, livid, like it was all over. I just had to sit there and all, all the Ness had to do was not freeze. Probably wouldn't happen on a HDTV. It would have because it was the Ness that froze. Yeah, it, it knows what TV you got to You're like, why are you hooking me up to this old piece of rubbish? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that beautiful not only is uh, 4K technology from like the 80s sentient, um, but it was also to, able to upgrade its own internal processor. That's why microwaves work when you hit them. They feel what? it. That they're sentient. All right. Um, <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> one game I haven't been able to play though, and I'm really, really dirty about this. Do you guys remember a game called 
Ultra Kaiju Monster Hunter. No. Uh, do you mean Ultra Kaiju Monster Rancher Rage? That's the one. <laughs> Not Rage. What the Rage is, is I'm raging. Oh, I see. So Ultra Kaiju Monster Rancher. So Monster Rancher game, but with Kaiju from Ultraman. And you can oh, take them out. Is this the thing that... I think I do remember this. Is this the thing that was meant to come out on Switch a while ago? And we were No, no, it was supposed to come it? out on the 20th of October. Like, it was supposed to come out in Japan. And then everyone got really excited about it. Uh, so they said, you know what? It's coming to the West. Oh, and yeah. they said, 20th of October, it's coming to the West. Yay! Went to, uh, to purchase this game yesterday. Not out in Australia. It, it's out in uh, Japan. It's out in uh, the UK. It's out in America. Not Australia, because you know how it's a digital game. It's really hard to send you know digital bytes over to our server so we can actually download it and pay the money to, to have my lovely kaiju living in a ranch with me so I can yep. skip along and be merry with uh, Alien Bolton, if you're American. Uh, I would have said ranch as well. I don't know. Well, I like uh, in the chat, uh, Michael Towns, Monster Rancher, Ben. It's like Pokemon, but better. Kind <laughs> of. It is because it's got a oh, kaiju really? in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair, cool. Yeah. Uh, King Kaiju actually messaged me today and said, oh, should I import it? Should I get it in? And he said, do you think you'd like it? And I said, well, you didn't like Animal Crossing, so no, do not <laughs> get is it, it. Is it as bad as Animal Crossing? Like, no, well, it's... And I don't mean bad. I mean, like, that is it that... It's not as... that extreme of that style of game? Yes, but less. Okay. You so, basically no. bridge your Kaiju, raise them, like, play mini games with them. They build Snow Ultraman... Tamagotchi for kaiju? Basically. Okay. Which, you know, sounds pretty cool. but yeah, It's not the worst thing ever. No. Anyway. It's not animal in country. conclusion, give me Alien Bolton. Or Dino Tank. Dinosaur Tank. Dinosaur Tank is the best. Do you know what? You've seen Dinosaur Tank. I've got a t-shirt with him on. There's a couple in the games room. Dinosaur Tank, for those of you listening to the podcast, I'll just describe it. Picture a dinosaur. Okay? Without legs. So it's just the body, the neck, and the head. Mm-hmm. And instead of legs, put that on a tank. Okay. And that's Dinosaur Tank. Sounds self-explanatory. Dinosaur Tank. And he was a uh, Ultraman uh, kaiju. Was he really? Yep. Man, they run out of ideas, didn't they? Ultra 7 or Ultra Tigger? Ultra Tigger, I think. Do you want me to find like a trailer or something for this? No, no. I'm Maybe they should have Ultra came up with some new ideas. They did. It's a Dinosaur Tank. Mm. Oh, sorry. I meant good ones. Dinosaur Tank, man. Are you listening? And Alien Bolton, he's got massive clamps for hands. Clamps? Yep. So not fingers or claws, that would have been. He's got clamps. Clamps. There's some clamping. <laughs> Good old Alien Bolton. Anyway, do you know what uh, did clamp together? No. Konami. They they unclamped their gaming... Library. Uh, Vault. Whatever. Vault. What I'm trying to say is uh, Konami's making games again and they announced it with Silent Hill. So it's been speculated for a while that a Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid was coming until we found out that they were both lies. But then Konami went, no, actually, it's not a lie. We're remaking Silent Hill too. Here you go. I wonder if it was a lie at the time. Uh, well, you've seen the trailer, considering how good this looks. Anyway, looks today amazing. as we record this... Oh, no, it was yesterday as we record this. Uh, they had the Silent Hill transmission. Now, we've all seen most of parts of it. I've seen... I had. So I really wanted to watch all of this. I would have loved to have done a live react to this, but I was working last night and then had my quite young children with me all day today. So there's just no way I could watch oh, it. That would have been fine. Like, no, that would have been you know, traumatized. They need trigger point memories at some point in their life. And the only way you're going to get trigger point memories is by making them tra- as traumatized as you can. Man, life's going to do that as much as it is anyway. Look, look I'll, make, I'll make a good example. Make Good example. Good example of a, a trigger point memory. Hey, okay. Floppy. Yes. Um... What do you remember about the never-ending story? 
I literally showed this to my kids like three days ago. <laughs> it's also really interesting that we spoke about this on the way here in a car as well. It's because I showed it to my kids for the first time. So, so, oh, so, there's a big old horse dying in that. Yep, exactly. Artax. And you know what really is horrible about that? It's the fact that the horse had no idea what was going on and you can see actual fear in its eyes as it thinks it's going to die. Wow. And it may have died? Maybe? No, no, it didn't. It didn't? No, so I looked it up. before, like film law came into account and said, okay, you're not actually allowed to hurt animals anymore. <laughs> yeah, like Milo and Otis. Anyone ever wondered why we don't see Milo oh, and Otis anymore? That one was bad. Look that up on the internet. Don't. There's a reason why the cats look different Just all the way through the film. Don't look it up, please. Anyone remember that scene where the cat falls off a giant Just waterfall? Stop. I'm pretty sure, Floppy, you told Coda and I about this movie. And yeah, I told you not, not to watch it. We're not going to watch it because of this. Sorry? Yeah. Uh, we're not going to watch it because you told us not to due Don't. to this fact. I told you not to watch this yeah. movie. Don't. Anyway, uh, Konami. <laughs> yeah, well, segue. Bringing back uh, Silent Hill. Um, is this Konami announcing that they're back in the video game business instead of pachinko machines? Well, I... Going to go with they're probably not stopping the pachinko machines. That earns them a lot of money, doesn't it? Um, so we're watching the trailer now, the opening scene with the cockroach running across <laughs> the floor. Your favourite scene. The one thing that really irritated me is it runs through a puddle when there's no footprints in the puddle. Like the puddle doesn't ripple. And yeah. I saw that one. Oh, this game's shit. <laughs> this game that's in production still. Puddlegate. Uh, no. So yeah, so I wanted to watch this uh, when it was released, when it was shown, but I couldn't. So I got to watch it when I got here. This looks amazing. This looks... It looks great, doesn't it? Really, really good. This is like, obviously it's not going to be finished footage and i'm so impressed with what we've seen already mm. um the atmosphere that i got off a trailer was unreal i and he's very sean bean isn't he very um now we <laughs> did uh, i reckon a couple of our uh, six months back or so there is an episode about it where we talked about the possibility or the rumor that blue team was remaking silent hill mm. and it turns out we're wrong blue team's remaking silent hill 2 two. oh geez uh so this is a uh, for the playstation 5 and pc with the game being early in development, uh, enough that the release date is too far away from being announced. It's a timed PS5 exclusive. It'll come to PC in other formats after a year, which is pretty cool. Uh, quick shout out as well. I want to thank uh, realotokugamer.com from our Discord server for um, doing all these links as they came out. Saved me a oh, lot of time. I saw them all flashing up. Yeah, it was great. So uh, thank you, Gamer. Everyone should check them out, realotokugamer.com for all... Uh, up-to-date info. Thank you for doing the hard work for us. <laughs> yes. Muchly appreciated. Uh, another announcement they had, it was just a Silent, pol- uh, Silent Hill Palooza. Silent Hill Ascension. Uh, this is by Genvid Behavior Interactive, Bad Robot Games, Ooh, and DJ2 Entertainment. Uh, the game is being described as a new interactive streaming series where the entire community shapes the canon of Silent Hill. Hmm. Uh, again, Platforms and release date were not announced at this time, and more info will be coming soon. But I have no idea what this is. Like, it, is this like a? Um, is this going to be like a choose your own adventure with multi multiple people input, like a vote for a, a decision sort of thing? Is that what they'd get? I don't know. Like it's streaming. I think that's going to be how it's it goes. Like it'll be it'll probably be streamed, and then like community feedback and ideas and opinions will be shared and talked about between streams or episodes or whatever. It says and interactive it'll take the streaming. form of a community-driven thing. Mm. No, I, I'm com- completely confused as to what this could possibly yeah. be, but I'm very interested in finding out anything that sort of pushes the boundaries of different type of interactivity uh, of games, I'm all for. What was that one? I think Netflix did one. Uh, for... Um, Where it was like almost like... Black Mirror. 
Yeah, is that yep. what, what is it? Well, yep. I wonder if we see something along those lines, but next level. Well, I, from the looks of it, it's going to be on Twitch. Okay. So, I don't know. Follow Konami on Twitch, I guess. Uh, next up, Silent Hill Townfall. Mm, I like that name. It's a play on a word, so therefore I like it. Uh, Konami announced that Anapura Interactive and No Code will be working with Konami on this Silent Hill game. Uh, it will be, again, no announcement. Uh, what is known is that this game will be a very different take on Silent Hill than we have seen so far. So what I could tell from the trailer, it looks like an FMV almost. Like I've got very Night <laughs> Trap feel. I was going to say Night Trap. That always works so well. <laughs> like almost, well, like Night Trap or sort X-Files, of like... X-Files, PS1 game. Yeah, X Files or your more recent Five Nights at Freddy's, the the video cameras um, where you're monitoring oh. them, Ooh, or that scene in Fantastic Mr. Fox that, uh, that 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 happens. Also terrifying. Uh, again, no release dates. I don't know if you saw this at all, Floppy. But, uh, no, uh, I've literally only seen the one that I watched when I got here, which was the Silent Hill Two remake. Uh, and finally, and there's a video for this one, Anto, Silent Hill F will be a completely new story set in 1960s Japan, featuring a beautiful yet horrifying world. Written by Ryu Kishio 7, famed for Japanese visual novels dealing with murder mysteries, psychological and supernatural horror. Oh, I like the sound of those things. Yeah. 1960s Japan. So you just got this evil thing going around this small village. Um, so this is a new game in the series or is it just a... In the franchise, but not connected to anything else. See, I don't even know if it's a game or if it's like a, a like a TV series. Oh, I want it to be a game because that looks really good. That looks like a game. Yeah. That's the camera angle of a game, cutscene game. It That's, does look like a game, actually. Yeah. yeah. Regardless, uh, this looks great. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much down for this. I'm very much down for the remake. The other ones, I'm interested to see what they become. Uh, and possibly the coolest thing to come out of this whole Silent Hill event, uh, this Silent Hill transmission, is... I have no idea what this is, because you haven't said what it is in the run no, sheet. No, I've just got in the run sheet, Silent Hill merch. Now, they announced some merch. Is it a pyramid hat? <laughs> uh, there's a whole bunch of cool uh, boards from skateboarding. Uh, some really, really cool stuff, I such like as statues and, and dioramas. I like them. Anto. Hello. Uh, could you please bring up the link there, which I think is easily the coolest thing to come out of this whole Silent Hill transmission. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between, you can have this diorama of the Silent Hill 2 secret ending with the cute little Shibu controlling everything. That's right. <laughs> That's so, so dumb. good. That infamous A Queen Pink statue. secret ending. Um, obviously, very well known. Uh, I am so happy they did this. It looks great. Look at that. Look how happy he is. Look how happy that little puppy what is. A little turd. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. Um, so overall, I'm very excited, uh, mainly because it gives me hope that we might actually see a decent Metal Gear Solid um, return. There have been rumors, uh, separate from what we heard, that maybe they're going to re-release them all, but in chronological order. Do you know what I've, I I came to it to say? This is a little bit off topic, but I thought about this the other day and I was going to message you and I'm like, no, I won't. Mm. I'll tell you now. And then I'd forgotten and then you just reminded me. Good. I came to a realisation. Mm. I don't like Kojima. Mm. I love... Get the fuck out of my I house love, right now. No, listen to me. I love Metal Gear. I love Metal Gear. My favourite game of all time. I am so sick of all of his cryptic rubbish... That never amounts to anything that I don't like Kojima anymore. 
He hasn't got any. Cri- He's got a podcast with a robot as his co-host. It's every every month, there's a him alluding to something or doing something or everyone. I'm just I'm so sick of it. I have something to add to this, and I don't know if it's going to cause a discussion. So welcome all. to the brand new Hack the Dino as of next show, where it's me, just me. I'm not uh, about to to slam Kojima specifically. <laughs> I think that realistically. Producers of video games, like the heads of studios, should be allowed to promote and do what they do and and talk about stuff because you know you can't stop people talking. Of course, but I agree I with mean, this you can. whole like stop Britney Spears for a long time. I, I I agree with the cryptic stuff and like this whole culture of celebrity rock star game developer who is obsessed with other things, like the Bo3 voice actor drama that sort of happened has made me sort of question stuff like Hideki Kamiya being a xenophobic. Poohhead, um, Kojima being a weird author who wants to make movies but is too scared to actually go and do it, um, or you know the fact that he was under contract with Konami for most of his life, and what are you going to do when you start <laughs> up a new business? You're going to release a game because that's what you're known for, and then you go into the movies, and then you've got people like Cliff Blazinski who was responsible for like Gears of War and that kind of thing. You know the the whole culture of like Rockstar game developers being these huge like reverent figures is just weird to me see so you've just lumped kojima in with two very problematic people so you're lumping kojima someone who's never done anything wrong ever with a bunch of <laughs> i don't think he's bad him in people there for those reasons yeah, i'm not lumping him in for those reasons i'm just saying this whole idea of like celebrity like but those celebrities have done bad things whereas kojima hasn't that's unfair you're being unfair to Kojima. You apolo- <laughs> both apologise to him right now. You almost can't talk. You're no, so I'm mad. so angry. <laughs> so angry. Metal Gear is still my favourite game of all time. Be a couple of NDAs after this show that co-hosts are going to have to sign. <laughs> Do not disparage Kojima and his good name. Oh, we're not disparaging him. We're just saying, like, you know... You're speaking negatively on of our Lord and Saviour, Hideo Kojima. He can't even say How negatively. How dare you? He's negatively... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway, Resident Evil. I don't Evil. believe in Kojima. I just believe in me. Just well, believe in what? Oh, I, well, that was a famous John Lennon quote. He said, I don't believe in Beatles. Mm, I just believe in John me. Lennon, oh. another problematic person. Oh, we know who you like. Oh, so you should be angry at Townsley. He just said Kojima, more like Kojima. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. See ya. <laughs> Townsley's a very little person. Townsley Can't... also is one of our most supported Patreons, so sh- <laughs> As I said, new Hack the Domo coming soon uh, with uh, the old Kojima podcast where I myself have a robot co-host because these jerks can go to hell. Did I um, tell you about my new video game that I'm making? The main character is called Plasma Snake. See, I can make up characters who are named after States of Matter too. Well, you, you can't because you just <laughs> copied something because you have no imagination. Um, Resident Evil Showcase came Another out. Another one that I really wanted to watch and missed. But we're going to skip this because uh, Resident Evil's boring. It's for boring people who don't like entertaining things. Isn't that right, boring people? Yeah, we don't need any of those 90-minute cutscenes at the end of video games. That's right, you don't. You need them an hour and a half. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, Metal Gear 2, was it 2? It's like two hours long. Uh, Was it 2 or was it 3? Metal Gear Solid 4. 4, that's right. Was that the one at the grave? No, no, that's surprisingly quick. It's like in the middle where he's crawling through on his arms oh. and he's got separate cutscenes. He's crawling through that thing and he's getting fried. And then oh, Raiden's yeah. fighting with the sword in his mouth without any arms. And he's keeping them back. Oh, man, Kojima, you're f- amazing. I'm pretty sure I was late to work because of that. 
<laughs> that's that's the real reason you hate Kojima. You've been holding a grudge all these years. Again, we don't hate Kojima. You hate. You said it. I've up. got the audio recording. It's down. Like everyone in the Patreon. I said I um, don't like. Yep, you're wrong. Anyway, talk about Resident Evil Five. Whatever it is. No, sick. Whatever it is. Eight. Four remake. That's the one. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen the bloody things yet. You saw the trailer, right? I did see the trailer, actually. The trailer looked amazing. So we sat down uh, just before the show and watched the Resident Evil 4 trailer. And Ant and I were having a chat. Um, absolutely phenomenally blown away by this thing. It looks unreal. They've kept so much of the... Um, so much of the Resident Evil 4 things that made it iconic at the time and updated it to be, well, Well, do you know what? Now. Spoiler alert, you can't save the dog in this game. So, I, I, That's the one thing I'd heard before I saw the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what a weird thing to focus on. What a weird thing to decide. Yeah, you know how you can save that dog? No. Not not anymore. Well, yeah, I can't remember Death. if it had any impact on the rest of the game. Didn't it come back and give you ammo at some point? I don't remember. It didn't give you ammo. If you rescue it at the beginning of the game, it helps you in the first boss fight. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. But people are already theorizing that um, the dog that's been showed off as dead at the beginning is actually just a mutated dog similar to the ones from like previous titles. So it might not be the same dog. Uh, or So it's a fish. Or people are thinking way too hard and it was just a dog in the background. No, it's a fish. It's a, a red herring. Oh, you know what would be really cool? If they brought out a chainsaw controller again. I that used to have one of them. Oh, d- Before I was collecting, I had the yellow GameCube one in the box and yep. I like, sold it for 75 bucks. Everyone's had it but me. Yep. yep. I don't even care if it's a PS2 or a GameCube one. I just want one. They are so awkward. I know. <laughs> so I just, bad. But isn't it like the perfect controller for me who likes weird peripherals? Yep. Yep. Anyway, what a fun time. Uh, Anto, what did you think about it? Uh, about Resident Evil 4 overall, or just this? Uh, that 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 trailer. I'm very, very excited for this. I was saying to Floppy in the car on the way here, um, Resident Evil 4, and it's many ports, um, sits comfortably somewhere in my top 10 video games ever made. Now, this origi- no, originally came out... GameCube. Ga- it was GameCube? GameCube? Original, then GameCube. ported to PS2, then ported to the Wii, then ported to PC. Then Is the Wii else. version the best version of it? Graphically and performance-wise, it's yes. the better one of the two as far as uh, PS2 and GameCube goes. Right. The Wii version is based on the PS2 port, but has motion controls, and then every subsequent version after that is based on the PC port. Right. Interesting. Now, there's a lot of Resident Evil 4 that have been released. I have all of the version. So I have PS2, I have the PS4 re, like remaster ones, I have... The Wii, the only one I'm missing is the GameCube one. Oh, this one right here that I've that got. That one right there, yeah. Ben. It's very nice, isn't it? it See, is. I would give it to you, but you don't like Kojima, so no, I guess you're staying no, in my collection. You sell so many lies, you would not give it to me. I would give if, it to you if, you if you liked Kojima, I would consider it. I don't like Kojima. I love Kojima. No, you don't. You, you've, done, yeah, you've done your dash. Done your dash. <laughs> I'll just keep this in my collection. I like that you think you could threaten with the fact that you would give something away. You would never give one of your collecting, part of your collection away. That's right. Just like Kojima would never turn his back on me. You just put it back there? No, I'm just going over here, near me. <laughs> where I can keep it safe and in my sights all right. at all times. That's all right. You don't know about all the stuff we moved from your house to Floppies in the time that you were delivering pizza earlier. Yeah. <laughs> that whole 10 minutes. Um, cool. All right. So uh, speaking of my collection, I like collecting retro stuff. And mm-hmm. some stuff came up on eBay that was brought to my attention by Frank Zavoldi, who is the owner and founder and co-director of the Video Game History Foundation over on Twitter. 
Now, they do have a podcast called the Video Game History Hour. Also, a very, very good podcast. Uh, Kelsey Lewin and Frank Savoldi host that, and they just get a whole bunch of retro video game experts to come in and talk about different topics there. One a couple of weeks ago was on the origin of Street Fighter names. <laughs> like where, so Ryu, Ryu is a dragon and Ken is fist. Well, I mean, Ken is knuckle, but um, yeah. <laughs> knuckle. So that's why the uh, the Shuriken is Dragon Fist. That's why their names are in it. Dragon Knuckle. Wait, <laughs> what did you just call it? Rising Dragon Fist. No, no, you you pronounced it weird. Who? You. What? What, what, what did I pronounce wrong? Sure, you can. Shuriken. You said Shuriken or something. Oh, whatever. I can't speak. <laughs> Cauliflower broccoli. What? I'm only on a podcast. Talking Cauliflower stuff. broccoli. Anyway, um, some never before seen NES games, including a Power Glove demo, that's came up real. for option. Which is awesome. So uh, Frank Savoldi of the Video Game History Foundation tweeted about the auctions uh, in a bid to raise funds to try and win those auctions so he could uh, rip them. Uh, So what they do is they digitize all the games. So they are preserved on many, many servers. Like they do collect physical copies, but they're more about preserving all the... um, Source and digitizing, yes, digitizing all that sort of stuff. So we don't have a Final Fantasy VIII situation. Or is it Kingdom Hearts 1? Anto? Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 1 source code was lost or deteriorated or just disappeared. Yep. So when they did the PS3 re-release, they had to build it from the ground up. Exactly. So the original <laughs> one's gone. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, and Final Fantasy VIII's just gone forever. So basically, any of these video games that uh, once existed, he gets them, especially the older retro 80s and 90s titles, and basically rips all the data onto a server and then puts them out for people to play for free. Nice. Because you're not infringing on anyone's intellectual property because it's no longer um, for sale. Uh, so one of the games was called Battlefields of Napoleon, which Savaldi reveals is actually a fully finished game, basically ready to ship to NES users around the world, complete with the retail packaging. I wonder why it didn't go. So it's that one there we can see. This is the ah. art for the box. Wow. Uh, Battlefields of Napoleon is a completed game. And when I say completed, I mean the packaging is done. It comes with actual files that would be mailed to Nintendo for printing. Using these, they can make a perfect digital version. That picture of Napoleon deserves a spot on your bad Bad game game arts. arts. Hell yeah, it does. What just went up his butt? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, this was complete. Uh, These auctions have since ended, and I'll uh, reveal the results after that. But uh, a lot of people were going, well, how do we know it's real? Uh, the person, I believe the story is the person who put these up for option uh, auction is the wife of the deceased programmer who actually made the games. <laughs> so it, it's as legit as you can get. Uh, this is uh, an amazing find. Um, the second one is a rare unreleased demo for a Power Glove game made by Rare. Oh. Uh, so this is important to Video Game History Foundation uh, to get a hold of these. Uh, there's no, uh, uh, like they've uploaded it now. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over the place because uh, the auction only ended today and I read the update. But basically, it's a, basically a shoot em game. Shooty, shoot em. Okay, with but the, with a power glove. So did you operate a finger or was it? I think it was more of a boom, boom, boom. boom, boom up, boom. down, left, right Press type thing. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so Video Game History Foundation won this one. They actually won this cart. He, I think, at the time, raised around four to five thousand dollars US. He just went out on Twitter and said, "Look, if oh, anyone has any so money." He bought. Okay. Yeah, so he, he they... as the Video Game History Foundation, went out on Twitter and said, "If anyone has any spare money, irrespective of how much or how little, just DM me. We'll set it up. You can donate it, and I will buy this and I'll." 
put your name as a thanks, you know, in yeah. the... Uh, so they raised four to five thousand dollars for it. Nice. Uh, managed to get this prototype, and he's already ripped it and dumped it on cool. the internet. So you can now download and play this for free. Um, the Napoleon one, unfortunately, he didn't win. They didn't have enough money to get it. Okay. Uh, so he hasn't been in contact with the person who did win it. All that he really wants is to have the code to be able to digitize it and maybe a scan of the box just so it's preserved and it's there for anyone who wants to collect it. Now, the reason yeah. people may not want to do that. Exactly right. Floppy's people rubbing are his entitled. Fingers. Yes, right. So people uh, get these rare one-off things and as soon as they're ripped and uploaded to the internet, guess what? They've lost some of their value because it's no longer a rare exclusive game that only one person who has that cart can buy. It is available for everyone. Uh, they're lowering the money, thus uh, ruining their investment. So, I mean, I guess I'll put it both to you. What would you do if you were given a rare one-of-a-kind game and Frank Savoldi from the Video Game History Foundation said, hey, would you mind if I ripped that? Well, I think you already know my answer. Like my, I don't buy anything as an investment to sell later because that's not how I roll. I, I, I only buy things because I want to play them. Yep. And I would never want to hold that back from anyone else. If there was only one in existence, somehow it came into my possession. 100%. I'm keeping that original one. Mm. But I am making it available to anyone and everyone. That is that is what I'm about. I am 100% with you there. Spring uh, love. Like if I had a one of a kind and was asked, can we rip this? Absolutely. 100% yeah. anything to preserve it. I would do it myself if I had that knowledge to upload my stuff. So when I buy things, I buy things for my collection that I think are rare or I think are just cool. If someone had a video game um, museum, which mm. one day in a pipe dream when I'm a multimillionaire, I will do. But if someone had a retro video game museum, I would leave all my video game stuff to that museum when I shuffle off this mortal coil. Bar that one thing that's got your original save that you want Parker to keep. Yeah, my Super Mario Brothers. My original Super Mario Brothers. That's all the... I mean, there's enough of them around. They don't need that one. But I would happily donate my stuff to a museum so other you people can enjoy words it. tonight. <laughs> I can't. I'm ridiculously tired. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, that's what I would do. Anto, what would you do? Um, I... Controversially, <gasps> no would organize way. with a very rich friend to buy it for a stupid amount of money and then donate the money and the cart to the video game foundation. Oh, he had us there, didn't he? Thought you were going to say you were going to buy it. Personally, it if it was just for like personal gain, I wouldn't have any interest. But in the name of preservation, like if I came across something like this, I would absolutely just give it up. For it's so important. Preserved. Like, how many, and I know this is probably a bad example. Um, but how many early Java games are just gone? Do you remember uh, the elf bowling floppy? No. It was a really bad flash game where you had elves as pins and you that were Santa. That was nearly all flash games. Bowling. No, no I, I do remember that. I've got it saved on my computer. Um, and how many games on mobile phones came out in the early years that are now just lost to history? Yeah, okay. But in they didn't have the cultural impact they, of yeah, Nintendo. They, yeah. But when something like this comes up, I, rec- I, I just think it's so important that we preserve this stuff and and like what does it matter to you if it's ripped to preserve for all time like yeah. it doesn't matter just you know well I, th- I think to to answer that specific question in a very short concise way it doesn't matter the value of something inherently is you know based on your opinion and impressions of something 
but we live in a hellscape where money is the driving force behind everything, so yeah. people suck. Yep. That's, that's uh, so it will only ever be worth as much as someone's willing to pay for it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you might as well digitize it. Give it to Frank Savoldi and uh, be nice. I had a nice chat with Frank Savoldi, actually. I was asking if he had any, if he needed any Australian magazines or anything. What does he think the best characters in fighting games are? Well, I would like to tell you, Floppy, <laughs> because I have in front of me a list of some of the best guest characters in fighting games that have come out in uh, recent memory. Now, now you, of course, you don't want me to look at this, do you? No, I wanted to sort of uh, hit him with you. Uh, some of hit him with you. Yeah, it's sure. Weird. I'm gonna get you with my floppy club. My brain is Swiss cheese tonight. Enjoy it. I'm sure that's healthy. Uh, so, uh, basically, a list guest uh, characters in fighting games you may or may not uh, have um, realized were a thing. First up, uh, obviously, is the Smash Brothers franchise. Pretty much everyone's in them. I'm going to go through some of the ones that I remember being absolutely shocked by when they were announced. First up is Sonic the Hedgehog in Brawl. Why were you shocked that Sonic... Was it just because it was a Sega character? Yeah, so I grew up in the day where it was Mario versus Sonic and people drew pictures of like Mario ripping Sonic's head off and like his spine hangling down and all blood dripping from it and they sent it into video game magazines and Nintendo magazine system would print it I've got some actually in my Nintendo magazines wow Uh, and then likewise yeah likewise in the Sonic fans would have Sonic like spinning and and cutting through Mario's face and all like yeah uh, really wow. graphic <laughs> serial killer kids just right like, this is when Mortal Kombat came out as well so you know um, but the year before Brawl came out or a couple of years before Brawl came out EGM announced him as part of the Melee roster and even doctored some photos and screenshots and said he was a secret character and you had to leave your game on for like 200 hours and press oh. down on the 5th hour like it was an April Fool's Day gag yeah how many people did it though uh, I can't remember if I did, but I remember I wanted to. <laughs> I mean, I've clocked like my. I think my most recent melee so file has clocked at least six hundred hours. So, imagine having six hundred hours to video game. What? I, I was a kid. It's crazy. Um. Anyway, uh, the thing that really struck me with this uh, inclusion was the fact that the very next game Sonic was in it, and I have to say. Sonic had the best interests of... What was the uh, one single-player mode in Brawl? Subspace Emissary. That's the one. Amazing story baseline. Like, yeah. Uh, he was right at the very end. I still remember it. Oh, up, it's dude. a master hand. And I think it's Mario... No, it's Link, Zelda, and Ganon. And they all look at each other and, yep, they agree. And Mario was like knocked out at the back or something. And they go, no, we'll, we'll, burn, we'll bond together. We'll have yeah. the complete Triforce and we'll take on Master Hand and we'll defeat Master Hand. And as they go walking up a staircase, Master Hand just goes, boom, and just eradicates all of them. <laughs> and he's going, hur, 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 and then all of a sudden you hear this, and you go, bing, 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 and it destroys something and then it freeze frames and Sonic's there going, hey. That's right, Master Hand gets beaten and then Taboo, the, the actual boss of Brawl appears, the big blue guy. Yes. And Sonic just comes in out of nowhere, blasts through his wings... Yep, that's right. And appears, and he's just like, hey guys, I'm here now. <laughs> and it was really cool. It was great. It was great. It was a great moment. Cool. Um, and that epic. was a really cool one-player uh, campaign. Uh, other members of the Smash Brothers roster who came and I cannot believe happened, uh, Solid Snake, obviously. That's a cool one. I've got just, the Amiibo for him too. Yeah, who would have thought? Um, we've got also Pac-Man <laughs> in a fighting game. Uh, what I love about the Solid Snake one, we're just watching it on screen now, is his announcement into it is back to the model, Metal Gear Solid. The codex. The codex. codex. Snake, we need you to go and 
Huh. Roy Campbell. Metal Gear. Metal Smash Gear. Brothers. Snake. Does he, can you, well, so I've never played this, I mean, that's not true. I have played Smash Brothers. I've never played a snake. Because I don't think I'm, I'm not good enough to get to unlock everyone. Right. Uh, can you hide under a box? Yes. yes. <laughs> it's part of his taunt. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, Pac-Man was in it. What the heck was that? Uh, Joker, uh, as in Ultimate, obviously, was a like huge DC surprise. Joker? No, no, as in Joker oh, from Persona. Oh, that was Persona 5. Like, I still remember, that was the first, that was when I knew Ultimate was going to be something big. Like, bigger than everyone ever, is when, like, that cool uh, rhythmic Persona. music uh, came up, and then you said, you've been invited, and, oh, I just remember watching that live and losing my bollocks. Hey. Uh, Banjo and Ultimate as well. Like, these are all Ultimate, pretty much. Banjo and Ultimate from Banjo Kazooie. I remember that one. Getting that was huge because it was a Microsoft property coming mm. back to Nintendo. Sora, of course. Uh, I, uh, I remember that one. Something that the everyone Sora wanted. One yeah, is nuts. Like Nintendo Vania has just said in the chat, Sora was crazy because it is such a difficult thing legally mm. to get Sora in anything because he's. He was designed as a character by Tetsuya Nomura, who was responsible for like all of the Final Fantasy stuff. Uh, but Disney own him. Uh. Disney don't give up their stuff for anybody. <laughs> Incidentally, did you see that post I put up, Anto, of the uh, rejected uh, anime? Oh, the the Kingdom Hearts pilot that didn't ever get made. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did see that. It was amazing. Uh, Ryu was in it. That, w- that was a big one for me when Ryu jumped in and went, oh, yes. Uh, and lastly, Cloud. Good old Cloud McCloud. He was there. Cloud was a great reveal. I like uh, in the chat, Townsy has gone, Sword Guy from Fire Emblem and Sword Guy from Zeno. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. <laughs> uh, moving on to another game. Uh, have you heard of Ready to Rumble 2? Yes. No. I played a lot of it on my Dreamcast. So, Midway... Wrestling? Ready to rumble no, boxing, boxing, round two. Boxing, boxing game. So Midway were for known for putting special characters in their games, like NBA Jam, for example. Mm-hmm. You had uh, Sub-Zero, you had yeah. um, even Hillary Clinton. And- Can I have a guess? Yep. Now, I haven't looked. Mm-hmm. I don't know where my run sheet is. Mm-hmm. Is this the thing that had Michael Jackson in it? This is the thing that had Michael Jackson in it. I've heard about this. I've never... <laughs> Michael Jackson and Shaquille O'Neal actually lend their likenesses and names to the game, with Jackson even allegedly doing a little voiceover and motion capture work. (laughs) (laughs) Also included are Bill and Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Though for copyright reasons, they're instead referred to simply as Mr. President and the First Lady. Oh, man. So that Michael Jackson, because he's got one white glove, but Mm -hmm. he's also got his wrist... Taped up. Taped up as well. He looks like he's got a broken arm. Yep. That's it's crazy. So I didn't that know about unreal. this. I never played it. Um, yeah. Insane. Uh, next game with a surprising... Uh, next fighting game, I should say, with a surprising... <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Man, he gets black eyes as well. That's awful. <laughs> oh, it don't matter if you're black or white. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, next game. Killer Instinct. But yeah. the remake. Now... Oh, the Xbox One? Yeah. Okay. Are we familiar with a little game that I like to call Battletoads? You mean yes. Combat Frogs? Yes, Combat, Combat Frogs. 
Uh, Rash from Battletoads is a great out there comedy character animated gleefully and faithfully in over-the-top 90s cartoon style appearing in Killer Instinct. Also included in this game, and I didn't know this, was Halo's Arbiter and General Ram from Gears of War. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice. Uh, I never played this game. Anto, do you ever give give it a crack? I played a little bit of oh, Killer Instinct. He looks sick. He looks amazing. Like Killer Instinct was, it was a free to play title. You could buy like a, a retail release that gave you all of these characters, but they they had a strange model where it was free to play. You had access to certain characters at certain times, or you could buy them and have them all the time. Um, I didn't play a huge amount of it because it's totally different to any other 2D fighting game I've ever played. I used and to play I a lot of really Killer Instinct. With it. Uh, yeah. On the SNES, I used to play it a lot. Uh, and also SNES. in the arcade as well, because it was one of their last... The if black not, cartridge, right? Yeah, yeah. the last uh, Nintendo game to come out on an arcade machine. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, that and Cruising USA came out at the same time. Cruise, oh, what a, what a banger. Yeah. Uh, com- ultra combos. Ultra, ultra. That looks sick. I kind of want to play this now. Yeah, I wouldn't mind actually. Giving I'm this another pretty part. sure it's it's still free to play on Xbox. So if you've on, got a series X on Xbox One, you can just play it. Yeah, it'll be on Game Pass. Uh, next up, Mortal Kombat Nine. Oh. Specifically, Mortal Kombat Nine, but we'll talk about some other uh, characters that have appeared in the Mortal Kombat series as well. But specifically, Kratos. In oh, Mortal so Kombat 9. nine. I played 10. There you go. So Kratos makes an appearance before his God of War uh, remake. So this would be um, like God of War 3 era? Yeah, this is Frat Boy Kratos. Oh, no, God of Frat War. This would be PS2 era Kratos. This is PS2 slash PS3 era Kratos. Era Kratos, yeah. yeah. Best thing that as well. That makes so much sense. His moves, they lifted the quick time events from his games oh, to do his moves as well. Awesome. <laughs> so we saw one there where like he had uh, Sector down and you had to press X and he performed his move and the X straight up on the screen for you to press. Um, and everything sort of slowed down in order to do it. It was really cool. That's really cool. Uh, but modern Mortal Kombat games have had some amazing guest fighters as well. Here's so many. a couple. Just a couple. Can I name some? Sure. All right, because I know uh, Terminator's been in there. Yep. Rambo. Yep. Robocop. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure Jason. Yep. Freddy Krueger. Yep. Um, 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 Predator and Alien. Yep. Yep. Leatherface. Oh, Leatherface. I didn't know Leatherface. And probably the best one that I like. What have I missed? Al Dillon. Do you know who Al Dillon is? No. Let me put it like this. Dylan, you son of a bitch. No way. That's right. Son of a bitch. Pushing too many pencils. It was a Jack skin. So it was Carl Weathers' character. Yeah, his name was Al? Yeah. Dylan. Uh, I just knew him So it's basically Jack's, but they put a Carl Weathers skin on him. <laughs> Carl Weathers also came in and re-recorded all of Jack's lines so he sounded like Dylan. Oh, that's cool. And they recreate the son of a bitch handshake with Colonel son Johnny Cage. Bitch. With just those like massive guns. Yep. Uh, was that 10 or was that 11? I can't remember. I think it might have uh, been 11. I think that one was the most recent one. I 11. think that was 11. 11. So 11 um, the most recent one. Just in similar vein to this one, another really weird guest character I want to mention that's not in this list. Mm. Negan from The Walking Dead made it into Tekken 7. Really? Yeah. Yeah, right. You could literally sit and beat the face off of like oh. Hihachi and other people with a baseball bat in Tekken 7. It was nuts. Wow. Um, bye bye Glenn speaking of Tekken Tekken X Tekken Cross Street Fighter uh, sure uh, that might be what I meant <laughs> who knows if we're talking about Box Art Mega Man it's Tekken Cross Street Fighter we're talking about Street Box Art Mega Man now do you know who Box Art Mega Man is 
Yes. What the heck was that? So, from the Mega Man 1 NES box art, the story goes that the artist of Mega Man uh, box art was just told, oh yeah, he's this, 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 and he didn't read the briefing correctly. <laughs> so, he just drew like a middle-aged, overweight man in Lycra with a gun. At what point do you go, superhero, going to draw this? Yep. Wow. So, yeah, it's just basically you know what? a, a middle-aged, middle-aged fat dude. And I, like, I like that he's made him, he's normalized him. That's kind of cool. I want to play that guy. Yeah. Uh, good fun, good times. I, I really like that box. That's like the epitome of bad game art, which I haven't put on my channel yet, but maybe I'll do it next it's week. Like or so. Mega Man is Al Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of gimmicks, uh, the Soul Calibur gimmicks. Now, Soul Calibur, oh, from we Soul Calibur, we were Soul Calibur 2 onwards, uh, pretty much renowned, even hung a sales pitch on the fact that you could get different types of characters in different versions it's of the game. It's excellent marketing because you'll buy all three if you're a big fan. Exactly. Um, or two so or however many they had. Soul Calibur 2 uh, released on the GameCube, the Xbox, and the PlayStation 2. Uh, the GameCube saw Link be mm. the special character that you could be playing as. Xbox had Spawn. And from uh, for the PlayStation 2, you had Hinachi... How do you pronounce that name? Mishima? Hihachi. Mishima. Hihachi? Hihachi. Yeah. Hihachi. Is that the eyebrow? What? No, it's the guy with the, the grey spiky hair, isn't it? The big bad guy? From Tekken? It's all right. Anto's disgusted with us. That's good. Okay. Hang on. I'm going to pull up an image. Anyway. I um, think you've got pointy eyebrows. Guess who that was supposed to be? Who? It was supposed to be Cloud Strife. But <gasps> licensing fell through at the last moment. Uh, yeah, see? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I had, a, I had eyebrows. <laughs> I did that exact haircut with my hands. You do, actually. That's kind of weird. You look exactly like him. Yeah. You, I can be a master. You could actually cosplay, you cosplay pretty him really well. well. Uh, yeah. You should do that. I won't. Please. No. Nah. Why? Why? Because I'm bald. No, because you don't like fun. That's right. Fun. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. So we, yeah, we were talking about this one because I didn't know. Now, Anto, you had an interesting now. fact about uh, Soul Calibur 2 that I yeah, didn't know either. Um, so, obviously, multi platform release came out on all of the, was it fifth generation consoles? Sure. I um, can never keep up with them. Because of Link's popularity against. Hihachi and Spawn at the time. Spawn! The GameCube versions sold more copies from the PS2 and Xbox versions comparatively. It's weird that they chose Link and then two other characters who I would say are not as iconic gaming characters. Well, they did have Cloud Strife lined up for PlayStation Yeah, but too. they didn't do it. No, well, it fell but through. But why Spawn? Spawn? That seems like an odd choice to go Because who does Xbox have at that time? No one. Uh, hang on a minute. Master what was Chief? The, what was the artist for Spawn, the original one? Uh, Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane, yeah. He designed a character in Soul Calibur 2. I think oh. that's why his partnership got put in there. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, then we had, uh, was it Soul Calibur 4, Anto, with the yep. Star Wars characters? Mm -hmm. So Yoda, Darth Vader, and Starkiller were each the representative. I think Yoda, Yoda was GameCube. Oh, not GameCube. What's the other Yoda one? Yoda was 360. 360. And then Darth Vader was PlayStation. Yeah, because of the green and... And then Starkiller, of course, was the Wii because... I uh, need that version. That's the one I'm missing. The Starkiller one? Yeah. So I love, you know how much both. I love Force Unleashed. Yep. Yeah, Starkiller's in both, I think. Oh, is he? Yeah. No, there was one that was called the... Uh, spe a specific, it was like a Dark, Dark Sith edition or is that something else that I'm thinking of? Oh, I can't recall. Uh, then in uh, Soul Calibur 5, we had Ezio make an appearance. That's cool. 
And then in Star, uh, Soul Calibur Six, we had 2B from Near Automata and Geralt from Riviera. Of oh, Riviera. Jerry. Good old Geralt. Oh, Gerald of the Riverland. Yes. Gerald. Good old Jeez Banger. We're forgetting about the best guest character in a fighting game ever, however. Which is? The Daytona car. You still stop stealing my fucking lists. <laughs> what? Anto just going, oh, guess what? I'm going to say this. Um, so Hang on, sorry. What? Fighters Mega Mix. So just ignore Anto stealing my thunder. What is Fighters Mega Mix? Fighters Mega Mix is a fighting game. Right. From Sega. Okay. So as one of the guest characters, they mm. had Hornet. Now, who's Hornet, I hear you think? Hornet. Someone that, someone that has wings. And no, 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 no. Hornet is the car from Daytona. The red one? Anto, please play the footage without spoiling it. That's not the footage. This is the footage. This is the video you've linked. Uh, is it at the time, though? Well, this is where it started. So, yep, there it is. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm going to have to punch some faces tonight. Well, that's abuse of your employees. <laughs> I don't pay you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, my employee. <laughs> oh, I'm completely <laughs> blameless. That? <laughs> that's Hornet. He's fighting a big old bear. And he punches with his front tires and stands on his uh, back tires. The tires are not attached to him. I mean, that's not the biggest problem. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, the car's sentient. Yeah, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And I need to play that. Yeah, isn't it great? Isn't it? And I think Fighters Mega Mix came out in the arcade as well, from memory. Uh, I think it was. Yeah, it was arcade and Sega Saturn. Yes. I have destroyed that car so many times. <laughs> Uh, this might game. have been what inspired the the Mat- uh, Enter the Matrix two-player fighting game mode where you could play as a police car. <laughs> That's true. But uh, Hornet, the old Daytona car, takes out the top position in our best video game fighting game That's ridiculous. character appearances or an amalgamation of those words into a sentence that makes sense. But we've been Hack the Dino. This has been our gaming cast where we bring you the past, present and future of video games, news, reviews, discussions and all the other good stuff you like to cram in your face. Specifically your ears. But if you like cramming other stuff in your face, like uh, cream pies? Mm -hmm. Whoa, wait. Whoa! whoa. (laughs) No! I I actually meant... And actually, I, I was in my head. You know when you, someone gets a, a actual, not a cream pie, but Stop uh, saying that. <laughs> a pie with with cream that you eat. The, the, I know the cream that you put in your mouth. Stop talking. <laughs> oh, we're going to get turned off. <laughs> Is that the opposite of cream pies? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so bad. <laughs> This isn't all we do. Floppy? Yes, mate. What do you do? Oh, <laughs> nothing now. I've just been cancelled everywhere. Oh, um, pish posh, you've all had a cream pie. Floppy? Yep. So I can't stop looking at Townsy's comments in the <laughs> chat. <laughs> uh, I have an Instagram page, which I haven't added to since our last show, unfortunately. That's okay. Because uh, I meant to add this. And I'm going to be adding something that I am, uh, I am um, going to be unboxing shortly. Oh, where are you he going to be unboxing? He did add these a few he days does. ago. To be Don't fair, know more. Sorry, I didn't hear that. He did add these a few days ago. Oh, okay. oh did I? I did yeah. that. There you go. I have it. There were some pickups that I had during the week. Uh, but yeah, if you go head over to Instagram to Floppy Plays Games, you can see photos of things that I've picked up or seen or am playing. There's a video of me with a uh, life size. Um, Horizon animal, I can't remember, claw strider. 
as it's trying to eat my head. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. Was, that was a good one. Uh, but yeah, recently I picked up some uh, some cool games. I picked up uh, Pun- The Punisher. Good game. On Xbox. Grand it's Theft hilarious. Auto 3. Uh, Jack and Daxter. And uh, Needs for Speed Underground. Mm. That's Ridge well, Racer Unbounded. Sorry. Pardon? It's Ridge Racer Unbounded. Ridge Racer Unbounded. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm all about the new Need for Speed game that's coming. Same. It looks so it good. It looks amazing and I can't wait for it. But yeah, uh, that's where you can find me. Anto. Hello. Where do you post things? Uh, I am also uh, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal one hasn't gotten any use in a very, very long time. It's because you're too busy on your other one. Because I'm too busy on my other one, which also hasn't gotten any attention recently because oh. I've been too busy doing other things. Okay. Um, but you can find me over at Final Fantosi or Final underscore Fantosi because I'm not going to use Ben's excuse. It's fine. Um, yeah, this is just where I'm going to be putting up my favorite collection pieces from my Final Fantasy collection because it's, it's my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it will, on occasion, have other photos of other video games and stuff on it. I'm going to sort of branch out a little bit just because, you know, why not? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I spend most of my time on Instagram doing this when I can be bothered. Um, if you want to go photos. to my personal account, you can. Not this time you can't. There's not much in there other than silly things like, I mean, Pez dispensers. Is that a PlayStation controller? That's my anniversary DualShock 4. I thought it was a cake that was made to look like a PlayStation controller. No, 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 no. (laughs) This is the... I found this uh, at your... Not yours. Um, What's it called? I found this... No, I didn't find it in a store. I found it completely... You know what? Never mind. I found it and it was like super cheap. side Side of the road. Yeah. Um, Someone's house, and he stole it. It was somewhere, and I got coffee at uh, Game Boy Dad's coffee shop, Kiro mm. Espresso. Oh. Uh, this was, like, a while ago. Like Very nice. A long while ago. It's nice coffee. But, uh, nice coffee at Game Boy Dad's coffee shop. Good stuff. Awesome yeah. coffee, actually. Gyro. In fact, it's probably the... Gyro. Probably, Gyro? Probably, probably the best coffee you could Sorry. probably get, I think. <laughs> I wonder why you're saying Where that. could you get that coffee? I don't know. But you should all <laughs> head on to... Uh, you should go ask Game Boy Dan... Game Boy Dad? Game Boy... Whatever his name is, Game Boy Dad. Go down to Giro in Mawson Lakes if you're in Adelaide. Say that uh, Ben sent you, and he'll say, "Get the hell out of my store." That man owes me fifty bucks. Do you? No, I wouldn't be surprised. I probably would. I was gonna say, uh, but yeah, that's me. I don't do much. Um, I'm just on Instagram sometimes. But yeah, sweet. Uh, how about I, you, Ben? I, I, I got some Instagrams as well. Firstly, I've got Mr. Benjam at uh, Mr. Benjam over at Instagrams everywhere. Uh, that's where I post all my collection pickups and all that sort of fun stuff. If we can bring it up, Anto, I've got a little story about one of my little pickups that I was not impressed with. So uh, every now and then I go on eBay and just look for bargains, and someone had. Uh, up a hard case of a Nintendo 64 carry case for games and oh, a controller. I saw this. And they had it for $40 and they all nearest offer. And I was a smart ass and went, yeah, right, 20 bucks. And they went, yep, sure. Oh, okay, cool. I'll, I'll grab that. So I paid for it. They sent it. It arrived. And when it arrived, there was sounds, much like that. Uh, yeah, so they wrapped it in one layer of bubble wrap and then put it in a plastic bag and sent it to me. And the plastic result is bag. a nice crack right on the freaking hinge because they were idiots. It's not even a crack. It's a completely missing piece. Yeah, well, the piece was inside. So it's broken off. I sent them a message just going, what the hell is your problem? Like literally just saying, you didn't wrap this properly. You've... You didn't wrap it. No. like it's in a box. And they said, oh, Australia Post usually so good. And I said, well, I think, you know. Must be his first time using Australia Post. You, you need a... Uh, you know, shoot me some refund for this. I didn't expect all of it. I said, oh, I'll just give you all your money back. So they did. 
to their credit, but still don't wrap rare pieces in the first place. Rub it in a box. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't too happy about that, but I, I basically got it for cool free. Cool box, though. It's a great box. I mean, the front isn't that damaged, and I think I can glue up the little hole. I got stuff for you to glue that with. Yeah, but man, I was bummed. I mean, you you might, and I'm not an expert on this, but like you may be able to to resin cast bits to fit that, or like I've got that that yeah. main bit that was still in there. The little bit just to the left of it, though, is gone. We can we can fix that. Yeah. Um, I'll talk to you after. We can look at doing <laughs> something like that. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I don't think I've got anything else majorly from last episode. But I do have one more piece of fantastic bad game art over on Bad Game Arts. It's Bad Game Arts with an S because Bad Game Art was taken. Uh, that's right, it's trademarked to me. So uh, did we do Bubble last time? I don't think so. We did do Bubble last time. We did do Bubble last time? Let's just recap. Oh, no, we did, yeah, because it looked like a... Here we are. Spot the penis, everyone. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Head on over to Bad Game Arts and uh, have a look at the picture. It's like, where's Wally? But where's the blue penis? Uh, you'll be able to find it there somewhere. It's on that I thing. See, I see another one. You see another penis? Yeah, there's two. There's two penises. See the, the blue creature? Yeah. The right, His right-hand side of his cheek looks like the dude's... No, he's giving him the fish hook. You know what the fish hook is. No, no, but the other side. The right-hand right side of his right-hand side, our left. Yeah. The guy's knee looks like he's... No, that's his knee. Come on, Floppy. Like no, no, you, you're crazy. That's, you're seeing things that aren't there. Anyway, the blue thing's penis is hanging out. Uh, and I did add one more uh, piece of art this week. It's fantastic. It's for Dino Dudes. <laughs> How would it, is he sitting on the wheel while he's pedaling? Yeah, man. That's why he's red in the face. Wow. Uh, but what I like is that T-Rex is happy as shit. Look at him. <laughs> he's having the best time. He knows that dude's butt crack he, is he's getting sanded. Just going, what the hell is this guy? I can't wait to eat him. It's going to be a great time. I like that Townsy in the chat has said, lol, it's you three. Which one? Yeah, well, I'm the dino. Sure. Anto's in front on the wheel. Why am I in front of the wheel? Because you're the. No, I would have thought we were the three people that are on the No, cover. no, you're the mammoth because you've got big tusks. Do I? You do. You've got the biggest tusks in the world. I... You're, you're tes- Tusky McGee. Were you about to say testy? I was going to say testicles. <laughs> Big old testicles are just flopping around everywhere. That's how you got your name. Testicles floppy. Wow. And I'm a cool T-Rex. He just needs some sunglasses, probably Hawaiian shirt. And he'd be ready to go. See, I, I would have gone with us being like Ben being the ginger dude, floppy being the guy underneath, and me being the idiot over here about to throw something at no, someone. No, I'm clearly the dinosaur. Clearly. I got big old sharp teeth, and he's just he's just a happy guy. Out of all of us here, I'm easily the happiest guy. Yeah. But until next time, we bring you tidings and salutations. What's the goodbye one? I don't uh, know. I think it goes like this. What the hell was that? That was my winning dance move. That was your testicles. Gets them every time. I think tidings and salutations are the same thing. It's both like I bring you tidings of joy or I, I salutations. Don't care. I don't care. I'm just uh. rambling.